straight in. Yeah. No voice warmings. She sells she's sea shells on the seashore. On the seashore. Seashells. She she sells sea <laughs> She sells she shells. She sells seashells <laughs> on the seashore. Seashell, okay. Welcome to the Lash Studio. I'm Greta and I'm Sophie. Today we are talking about lash extensions, confidence killer or confidence booster. Firstly, I would like to say as well, uh, hi, I'm Greta and I'm a lash addict. And I'm Sophie and I'm in recovery at the moment. <laughs> so we are talking about today uh, about psychology of lash extensions and how they can affect our state of mind positively and also potentially negatively. I just want to say as well before we start that we obviously are not trained psychologists. <laughs> Sometimes we try to be, but we are not. Therapy in the salon. And therefore, <laughs> whatever you hear in this episode is purely researched information. Mm-hmm. If you're a lash artist, you have had clients who walk through the door and the client says to you, oh, I'm just uh, getting them done for a special occasion. And then the lash artist usually smiles and says, welcome to your new addiction because (laughs) this is how it goes. You're like, okay, Janet, see you in three weeks. But that's how it is because it feels like as women, we can't, as when you start having lash extensions, you get used to how you look Mm -hmm. with them on. And it's very hard then to have them off because you feel like you don't look like you, but actually you still do. Yeah. And I think as well, the mind is a very powerful thing and and how we view ourselves can influence our overall well-being. And lash extensions, like anything else we do, I don't know, brows or even lip blush or anything can come with both mental benefits and also pitfalls. There's the pressure now for the perfect selfie. You're judged on Instagram likes, TikTok and Snapchat have filters and even those add virtual lashes. So it makes it seem very normal, like you're supposed to have these lashes on your face all the time. Absolutely. And having set off like very, I don't know, either not, it can be even natural lash extensions, whatever. It can really boost your self-esteem. I feel it is like putting on your favorite outfit or you're going out and having like darker eyes or... They add something Mm. to the whole look, I feel like. And I do think maybe we are getting a bit too much used to it now as that we think we look like this all the time. Maybe it's time to go back to our natural Mm. selves. Have you ever taken a picture on like, like for me, my favourite filter was Bahamas on Instagram. Have you taken a picture on that and then taken it with a normal camera? straight afterwards of course oh that's not fantastic for self-esteem <laughs> is it <laughs> filters don't help I don't think but do you know what I say for I use filters I know people know that but what I would say in my defense right and probably it doesn't sound very is it defenseful <laughs> I don't know what the word is I'm I swear to god I'm not photogenic person that's insane I am not a photogenic person, Sophie. You have a very symmetrical face. I don't care what my face is symmetrical or is not. I take a photo and I look at it and I'm like, I, I don't look like this in the mirror. In the mirror, I look better. Do you know what? There's something as well. <laughs> it's true. I swear. I'm sure I read this somewhere and it was along the lines of you, when you see yourself in a mirror, your brain thinks you're something like 20% more attractive than you actually are. Shut up. So your brain is like, yeah, you look nice. James's face, is it? <laughs> I'll find, I'll see if I can find it in a bit. But there's something where your brain like, because your brain is so smart, isn't it? So it corrects, thing, it corrects things all the time. So if you're looking at yourself and you're like, you basically give yourself a few brownie points. And you're like, oh, yeah, nice. So even on, a, even on a bad day when you think you look really bad, you look worse. Oh, that's, that's great. That's uh, quite... Um... You look 20% worse than what you can see in the mirror. We'll have to fact check that later. <laughs> that's a lovely fact, isn't it? And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, no, what I wanted to say was, I don't know if it's the light 
or if my phone is, I don't know what it is, but I've noticed it. And that's why I'm like, I'm just going to put a bit of a filter on and, and, and the light changes. It's, it's more about the light than actually changing the symmetry of my face. So I don't do it for, to change, I don't know, my face is totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> but um, who is this person sat <laughs> in front of me? <laughs> I've never, never seen it before. <laughs> um, but, okay, joke aside, I do think... We had the conversation yesterday and we spoke about filters, didn't we? And and how it is definitely now I have a I have a little daughter and I am a bit like mm-hmm. not worried, but I think if, if if you know, I watch her sometimes when she copies me and things and I just think, I don't want you to think that you are not worthy, you know, looking how you do. You don't need lash extensions. She's asked me already. She's five. And I'm like, absolutely not until you are 25 and then maybe somebody else can do them because mm-hmm. I am not doing them for you do what I say, not what I do. So I can carry on having lash extensions because I'm an adult. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. So I did a bit of a research to see not like where the lash extensions come from as such, because we, we kind of know the history of them anyways. But why? Like, let's think of Cleopatra. She had very, very black dark Mm -hmm. eyes, didn't she? Winged eyeliner. And like, why did she have that? And like, so there's actually reasons and it goes back to like ancient Egypt times. Do you remember learning about Egypt in school? Yes. We didn't learn about the makeup, did we? No, we didn't, no. Just Tutankhamun, which is a <laughs> current obsession. <laughs> there was other bits and pieces about Egypt that we learned. Not about lash extensions. So having lash extensions, having dark um, eye makeup, let's say, smoky eye, all this. So some can argue that extensions... And enhancing that can actually be, in the long run, a confidence killer. Mm-hmm. Especially when dependency grows. So when you feel like you can't live without lash extensions anymore. Yeah. And you actually feel like when you have them off, for whatever reasons then it can be, it can be sometimes financial reasons, because you can't afford them anymore. I mean, I've had clients who openly have said to me, oh, I had to borrow money from my dad can't even buy bread, but I need to have my lashes done. Didn't make me feel very nice because at first I thought I'm going to do them for free then because I felt guilty, yeah, but, but it's their, not on me. That is their, their choice. It's their choice, but then are we in a way... You think you were like fueling an addiction? Fueling the fire here, fueling the addiction ourselves, but that's our job in a way mm. to do lashes so we have to earn the living as well. It's a bit of a... So if we can compare it to like a gambling addiction, mm. you'd be able to have like a cut off and you'd be like, oh... You need to stop now. Oh my gosh. I just remembered one of my clients said to me, her husband calls me a crack dealer because (laughs) the wife or she's that addicted to lashes, can't be without, talks about them all the time. And obviously I think he's paying for it. So I'm the crack dealer now. I mean, I've heard worse, so it's fine. It's okay. (laughs) So let's go to the history then. Okay, so why there is a bit of a fashion. I put it down to sex in a way. Why, why, like, the the eyes and you can seduce somebody with your eyes, I think. I think if, again, if you take it back to all of that time, why is anyone putting makeup on their face? Unfortunately, at that point, it wasn't anything to do with making yourself feel good. Nope. It was to attract a mate. Mm Mm-hmm. If I've got bigger eyes than the person sat next to me, animals, <laughs> then I'm going to be more attractive. So if I've got, they're looking at me because they can see I've got dark around my eyes. I've got the blush, so I'm a bit rosy. I look healthy. I speak volumes, don't you think? Yeah. What's that saying about eyes that they're so open? Something. Why are we so bad I don't know. Let's, the key somewhere. to the soul? Open something the soul? like Something open, yes. <laughs> eyes are open, great. <laughs> Um, So I did a little bit of research um, about the history and to see if there is any connection or like a parallel between long lashes and attractiveness, let's say. Or why do we want to make our lashes seem longer, darker and thicker? Is it something to do with, like, like you said before, subconsciously trying to attract the opposite sex? Like finding a mate, like you said. In ancient Egypt, both men and women darken their eyelashes with my favorite word ointments ointment ointments ointments and how do you say call 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 oh call like call liner call liner k-o-h-l 
aiming to make their eyes appear larger and more prominent, and it was a symbol of beauty and protection against evil forces. Uh-huh. I know. I love that men do it as well. Can you imagine them doing it now? I think people still do. <laughs> well, you know, people still do, definitely. I would love, I'd love to put a bit of nude eyeliner just on the waterline of Mark's. I just wanted to say, I knew you were going to say Mark. In the Roman Empire, long eyelashes were seen a sign of purity. I know it doesn't... Do you think that's to do with babies, though? Because babies always have such lovely eyes, don't they? And they always look too big for their faces. And they're very big and Disney-like and Mm. long lashes. And I don't think, for me at least, that's not society telling me that that's pretty or cute. I'm like... Oh my God, look at his eyes. Look at his lashes. They look gorgeous. at baby's lashes. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm like, why you do have, and men as well have such a long lashes. Like, why? So unfair. But I think that's just cute. Like, I'm just drawn to it. It's yeah. not something that I'm like, oh, I think that's really cool because blah, blah told me so. I'm like, no, that's, that's cute. something in me that's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but also in Roman Empire, listen to this one. There's an author said that long eyelashes. It's to do with sex and sexual activity was believed to cause eyelash loss. So if you had, <laughs> you had sex, like I think when you're not supposed to, or like, let's say like you were cheating or something, it would cause eyelash Jeez, loss. A poor person. In you would know era. straight away who's cheating. <laughs> you're like, what are you mean? Got, like alopecia. She's like, I'm swear <laughs> I'm not having sex. <laughs> you are. I'm I am <laughs> So Renaissance period... Uh, pale skin and subdued facial features were favoured. Mm-hmm. However, as the time progressed into the Victorian era, women began to empathise their eyes more, utilising various substances to darken and accentuate their lashes again. Do you know that in that period of time, women were expected to be natural beauties? Mm-hmm. So, Like you- we do now as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... We want men want you to wear makeup and you've got to look good, but no one could know about it. Yep. So they would go and buy like um, a piece of red parchment paper and they would wet it and then use it for blush and they'd hide their makeup in like um, stationery and stuff so that the men didn't know that they had makeup. Men are stupid, aren't men they? Are I don't know. It. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> James, you're not. So the Victorian era, so the Victorian era saw a resurgence in the focus on eyelashes with women seeking ways to enhance the lashes to make their eyes appear more dramatic and feminine. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting into 20th century. So the long lashes truly, truly took off in the 20th century with when mascara was invented. Wow. Mm. So when mascara was invented and then the 21st century where we are obviously now, eyelash extensions appeared. Was mascara invented by a man? Am I reading this right? Of course it was. I don't know who T.L. Williams is. I bet it's a man. Why do you think it's a man? Because it would be like... James is nodded. It's a man. Sandra of Buckinghamshire. It would have been put like that, but T.L. Williams. What's it like? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, my wife looks so pale. Let's get some darkness on. He invented the wheel and then mascara. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Okay, so then, obviously Cleopatra is known for having very very black black eye makeup like intense heavy a lot of it right so I I wanted to know like because I never actually looked into like why so for her it wasn't just a cosmetic choice okay but significant aspect of her identity as a ruler and a woman of great influence influence during the time so it was to do with power I would love to know, like, that day that she woke up, like, because they're all quite young rulers as well, aren't they? But one day when she was just like, let's say she was like 12 and she was like, fuck this, give me that coal liner. (laughs) And she was like, and then because she was a ruler. (laughs) How did she she put it on? (laughs) And then because she was a ruler, everyone was like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, Cleo, you look fabulous. Mm -hmm. And she's like, (laughs) maybe she was like a little, like, emo goth kid. (laughs) Stop. But because everyone, people would get killed for telling her no, they were like, you look fabulous. And then everyone started copying her. Could be, but we never know, do we? Did she make any rules to be like, you can't wear the same as me? Because that wouldn't surprise me either. If she was like, don't wear what I'm wearing. You can't do this. this, this be, do you. Yeah, Not you me. do you. You do a little wing. I've I've got this on the, I have a big wing. On the spermite. 
<laughs> Don't tell me that's not what it looks like. <laughs> I'm going to get cursed. A spermite. <laughs> oh my God. Back so, to the serious psychology of lashes. This is very serious now. So throughout history, eyes have been a, a focal point of attraction and being called the window to the soul. That, that was a saying that we were trying to get to. And long eyelashes can draw attention to the eyes, potentially increasing their attractiveness. So it is, in my opinion, sexual. Everything is sex. But what I want to say is this. I was thinking about it, about like my own point of view. And I thought, okay, why do I have lash extensions and how do they make me feel? Yeah. Like I don't, I said that yesterday. I think as women, it's very rare that we would do things for men. We do things for ourselves or other women, let's say, when mm-hmm. we go out, when we dress nicely. When a man says to you, oh, you look great, it's a bit like, yeah, thanks. When another woman gives you that compliment, it's totally different effect, isn't it? Makes you feel totally different. Yeah. So for me, it is a bit like, not power as, as such, but when I look in the mirror, and I like what I see, mm-hmm. it gives me confidence. It motivates me mm-hmm. to do more, to be, not to go out as like to find a man, but to go out and do more, be out, socialize. I don't know, it gives me energy, literally. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from this is, Sophie, these lashes that you do, no pressure, but they need to be perfect. Otherwise, They I'm are life changing <laughs> or everything's going to go downhill and you are responsible for it. <laughs> it really is that. Uh, this, is what it's, this is, yes, this is what, it, what I mean. Why people have lash extensions, right? There are many reasons for it. And I, it's a positive side mm-hmm. of it. Then why would you have it? Do you know what? I never understood why people would be like, I'm just having them done for holiday. Because there are, there are some people that do that, that like, whether it's, maybe it's a financial thing, maybe it's just that I don't want to keep up with them. But when people went, yeah, I'm just going to have them done for holiday. I'm like, but then what? How could you, how can you look at yourself after they've gone? I can give you a better one. Ooh. I can top that. Holiday, fair enough. You go on a holiday. Mm-hmm. You, you know that. You have lash extensions on. You don't even need anything else. I'm having mine done today. Yeah. For my holiday. For your holiday. So you have your brows tinted. You have a bit of bronzing powder or whatever. You don't need anything else. Lip gloss. Lip gloss. You done. No lip gloss. I know lip gloss. So why do you have them done for just Christmas? Yeah. I am sorry. I don't get it. So you're going to open your presents wearing your big <laughs> lashes and then, and then what? Or like, I, I no, don't. I think it's party season. In your pyjamas. No, but some have it done for 23rd of December. Can I have them parties done on are Christmas done. Eve at midnight? Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, come Christmas morning and open presents with me and have some <laughs> turkey while I'm doing them. They have the lashes done for Christmas to, and then they have them off. And nails and stuff like this. So maybe they're seeing more family and they're like, I want to wake up in the morning. Why don't you want to wake up like this every day? This one I don't understand. But is it us now pushing it as like, you should have lash extensions all the time? Well, no, because I don't have a lash extensions all the time. I was, I am, I am, like I said, in recovery. I was absolutely addicted. Like, give me the biggest, longest lashes ever. And I actually have quite long lashes anyway. Mm, you do. But then it's different. It just hits different. Lashes hit different. Have you seen those adverts right now for uh, strip lashes and say, oh, strip la- I'm not going to name the brand, mm. strip lashes, uh, I don't know, they're £10, not as costly as having lash extensions and it looks the same. Mm-mm. No, but I always put them on, they're always nothing. flipping flapping off somewhere. <laughs> Where you flip and flap to? Oh, wherever. <laughs> but it's the same with clients that come in and go, I just want classic to start with. That was me. Just a bit of classic. Oh, what's hybrid? Okay, I have hybrid. <laughs> Well, we could just put a bit more volume in this time. Oh, mega volume. Yeah, great. Oh, and what's what's next after mega volume? And I want them wispy cat eye. Um, Natural. <laughs> not too much. And bottom lashes, please. <laughs> so why people have lash extensions? The first reason, obviously, is aesthetic appeal. So to enhance the appearance of the eyes then. Mm-hmm. And long full lashes are often consider the sign of beauty mm-hmm. and extensions can provide a more dramatic appealing look without the need of mascara so then we have the convenience side oh, where this is that's it for me i mean when you have a small kids a newborn mm-hmm. baby and you have lash extensions on, oh my gosh i did a, a set once um for my client i think she had a break for ages and then literally like two days before giving birth she sat in my chair 
the yeah. lash extensions to have lash extensions done because I get it. One for photos in the hospital, mm-hmm. like she said. Fair enough. Two, it is the convenience that you have a newborn baby and you haven't. You still want to people look. People are coming to visit, yeah. And you still want to look. But then are you doing it for other people then? No, because I think it's like you're doing it for you so that you can feel like a good version of yourself. I know what you mean. Are we doing it to look good for other people or to wake up in the morning and feel good about ourselves? And therefore, just you just... I think it's feel good about yourselves because if you think about what a baby does is they are fantastic, but they take so much from you. Like they literally take like calcium from your teeth. People can lose teeth. I thought you were going to say tits. (laughs) (laughs) They they do take calcium from your tits. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) (laughs) No, but a baby takes so much of you mentally, physically, Mm. that to have something where you look at yourself and you go, oh God, well... You know what? My eyes look pretty. You can't. There, there is. There is no way. I don't think you can mask a sleepless night. Then, if you don't have lash extensions or mm. you put mascara on, because eyes literally do show everything. Yeah, that's the truth. Do you remember when you didn't have much sleep? We went to an event and you didn't have a lot of sleep, and you woke up. And thank God for your extensions. So you're talking about me <laughs> because your eyes were so red, like a rabbit, and we were like, um, "Have we got eye drops?" Or <laughs> Or put sunglasses on and go on the stage. Anything, do anything. No, yes. Eyes do show, I think, if you slept or what you did last night. <laughs> when Greta comes into the salon and I'm like, oh, what have you been up to? <laughs> anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so there is the convenience side. I don't like mascara personally anyways. I mean, it says apply mascara every day can be time consuming. It's not time consuming, but it is when you start putting it's mascara on. for me. No, but it's when when, the, when you do it and then it goes underneath and then you wipe half your makeup off yeah. and then you have to start again with the whole face almost because it's just yeah. the bottom bottom lashes or whatever, they're just like dragging on your face. Special occasions, so you've got weddings. Some people have them for funerals, which is... No, funerals is good. I get that. If you cry in. Yeah, but what's the point? We're crying them off. No. They're not going to come off, obviously, if it's done properly. I get that. But if it's done by me. But I'm just saying... what. I, I find that uh, I find that odd. I would a hundred if 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 Mark died, would you have lash extensions? A hundred percent. They'd be like, oh look at that beautiful woman in mourning. No, because you never know who's going to be at the funeral. You never know who's going to be at the funeral. Husband. Come and sweep me off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just dead in the grave. Fine. <laughs> he's barely even cold. <laughs> Do you know who are sexy? <gasps> Go on. Every time I've been to a funeral, which is not loads, but. You know the men every week when I go. I love a good funeral. No, you know the people that that drive the cars and hold the coffin. Coffin, what hot? I don't know if it's something to do with the the ones I've been to. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) James, don't cut this out. It's important. You could meet your husband at a funeral. This is for self-esteem for women. They are so strong. You would fancy them, would I? Mm-hmm. When are you next going? <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I I don't think there's anyone on the edge at the moment, but <laughs> I keep you updated. Mark will be winning. <laughs> He's like, you can't come to my blah blah's funeral because you're finding everyone too sexy. <laughs> I know that when you have lash extensions, then I'm like, okay, whose funeral are you going to now? Not wedding anymore. Oh my gosh. So you have special occasions. I just remembered something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I read it on um, on Facebook or somewhere, you know, on the on the forums and things. Yeah. Somebody actually put up um, a lash artist and said, ask, ask for opinions. I don't know when they do that, like it's your choice, isn't it? But the question was this. Oh, yeah. Her client died, right? Her client, I'm not joking, I'm not making this up. Her client died. Yeah. Husband contacted her. Yeah. And said, because of, she's been... <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to laugh. She's been such a long time <laughs> client yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And she really loved the lash artist, mm-hmm. you know, as a family and all the rest of it. You know where I'm going with this. Would she, do you know when, when they're dead and then they, they get the makeup on and stuff open, done? Like in the, have yeah. like the open casket. But she didn't necessarily have to have an open casket. She just wanted it for her death. So would she go and do lash extensions on her like for the funeral, like when she, she, she's dead. Right, what this the, is my dark humour. But imagine the retention. 
Was she come with me? No. Now, Margaret, two weeks. <laughs> I come back. <laughs> Look after them. Make sure you shampoo them. Wouldn't you put strips on? Charge the money and go. She would I never know. Wouldn't know. How much? She would. Margaret much wouldn't would know it, either. Um, how much would you have to be paid to do that? I think she said she wanted to do it for free just because... I wouldn't do it for free. Me neither. It would scare me to death. I'd like someone with me because dead people make weird noises, don't they? Because it's like, even after time, it's like... Mm. But will the lashes attach? I don't understand. Yeah, of course I they will. How do you know? Maybe it's a, it's, it's a dead lash. Hair is like, dead. Oh. Okay, anyways. So, I don't even know... <laughs> <laughs> just to add to that is that yeah. I once had a dream and woke up I think I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before or just to you I had a dream once when I was doing lashes full-time of doing that exact business well for dead people for dead people pardon in my head in this dream I was with oh my, funeral I thought, directors I missed the bit where you said it was in my dream and I thought <laughs> you did it and I was like when did you do that um, yeah, so in my dream, funeral directors, we teamed up and I was doing dead people's lashes. Was it because you were like like the coffin carriers and you just wanted to be close to them? It's all It is, isn't it? It's, it's, all all <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. In your business. If you're going to go in a coffin business, I know why. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> of what? If I go to the coffin business. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's in the grave then. <laughs> okay, so then we got self-confidence. Many people feel more confident, obviously, having lash extensions on. So this is what I said, in a way, about myself. They can transform not just the eyes, but also the overall facial appearance, how you feel about yourself, and making a person feel a bit more confident and self-assured and that you can do anything. Yeah, take over I remember having a specific client and we styled her eyes differently because... Imbalance. Yeah, mm -hmm. she had a little, like, it, literally that. Mm -hmm. uh, one of her eyes was slightly different to another, so it was like, right, we're going to use a decurl, yeah. a little bit shorter there, and it will even stuff out. Yep. If you're a talented lash artist... Like you are. Like I was. You are. Oh, yeah, still do your... I, I guess I'm technically still... Do you have to balance mine, or is it just perfect? <laughs> is it perfect, John? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, one. Yeah, you're, you're, your eyes are fine. <laughs> is that what you want to hear? your self-esteem you've got such lovely eyes <clears throat> anyways moving on um we've got professional reasons like in some industries uh like say entertainment or modeling and all that they they are considered as a practical necessity and mm -hmm. people do have them on for photo you know like just for work basically yeah. then we have obviously the other other side where you have nurses and doctors at the hospital who can't have them they can but they do have them no something changed nurses or anyone that works in the NHS midwives prove tell me if I'm wrong I remember a long time of them being like I'm just having classics because I'm mm -hmm. not really allowed them but my what's the top I just called? wanted to say who is it it's called like a something with a matri matri something. but the top nurse yes um on a ward is like yeah. if you've had a chilled one of those it was like no it's fine but then you could get told off for it if mm -hmm. you had or someone mm -hmm. that was very mm -hmm. by the book something changed in the NHS because they were basically like but if a natural lash falls off, falls off, it's fallen in theory, it's fallen off with a natural lash. Yep. So what's the difference between a synthetic fibre and an actual thing of someone's body falling off? Falling off. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it changed when I was still in the salon. So twenty before 2021, I think something changed to say that they could have they could have them, but they couldn't be crazy. Like okay. they could have like a stripper down. lashes. Yeah. Can't have stripper lashes. Tone down natural ones. I think so. Then we have um, fashion and trends. So, and I was thinking about the fashion and trends. Like, do actually people have lash extensions because it's, I don't know, some kind of fashion came in. But but I think I think so. I because think so. it's the fox eye. It came to my hair straight away. Mm -hmm. You know, when people were pulling the eyebrows up and, and all the rest of it, enhancing their how eyes been, out even more. How can you achieve more. that? You can't. No. With an open eye, 12 in the middle. Look, you can't. You will straight away flick to... Mm -hmm. But we're also talking about corner. trends in terms mm -hmm. of eyelashes. And I, I've seen more of like you, the, the clean girl aesthetic, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. More fresh yeah. face. So we had a model that came in the other day and she was like, I don't want big, I don't want big lashes. I'll keep, I did them anyways. Yeah, I'll keep <laughs> them, I'll keep them on mm -hmm. if they're classics. Mm -hmm. So that no one, it's not this heavy sort of, some people still have it and that's lovely. Do you do whatever you want to do? <laughs> like me. <laughs> 
bigger the better but at the moment it's more like there's been a surge i think of lash lifts as well yes i agree with you i think i do i feel like at the moment it's an interesting time Mm -hmm. because there's still a lot of that fake and there's filters and there's fakeness but the, the natural side and people kind of pushing the natural beauty is kind of getting there now mm, slowly but surely more people care about skincare like kids are doing skincare do you think i ever did skincare like pass me a baby wipe and i'd be like that's how i took my makeup off when i was younger did you not did you have a skincare routine no <laughs> i oh. still don't have one <laughs> still don't have one now no i do it now a little bit more than i used to but I think when you're younger, you don't care, do you? When you get older and see a first wrinkle, that's when you start a no, bit panicking. I think, I think people do. I don't think they care about wrinkles, but I think... But it's social media. Yeah. It's social media. We didn't have that. I didn't... I, I looked what my mum did. Yeah. That was my social media, what my friends did. True. Now, people on Instagram, there is like, oh, this is what I do every day. This is my day. You get tips and tricks and, and things and, and want to be like certain person on social media. Yeah, Somebody famous. I just want to follow Molly May and Grace Beverly. I know. So they're younger than me, which makes that a little bit hard. Cause Not much younger. They don't They don't have wrinkles, I don't think. But they have other things probably that you don't have. As like money. <laughs> <You're> literally. <laughs> they're millionaires. You <laughs> know what I meant was other things as like they have other insecurities that we look at them and think they're absolutely perfect. Yeah. They have their things that we don't know about. I know, but it just reminds me of Mean Girls when it's like um, Molly May had her fillers taken out. So I had my, my fillers, fillers taken, taken out. out. Like... She hasn't booked back in. I'm sure a load of other girls will have them put back in. Mm. She doesn't have extensions on at the moment. It's an influence, isn't it, that of they course. have over us? Um, trendsetters. Trendsetters. Um, so then there's correcting imbalance that we spoke about already. Low maintenance. That's a bit like iffy, but once applied, lash extensions require relatively little upkeep and can be more durable than daily makeup application, which mm-hmm. some people find appealing and faster and just better what your time is doesn't it mm-hmm. because for me it's easier for me to put mascara on at the moment and that's because I can do that when my little boy's around yeah trying to find childcare when I already have someone look after him three days a week is a struggle to be like and I want to go and get my nails done yeah. and I want my waxing done and I want my lashes done every three weeks so that two hours or yeah for, with traveling mm-hmm. time is harder for me to do even though I only have to do it once every three weeks and it is every day, probably chore. for the compi- combined time of just putting that yeah. mascara on and take it's taking it off for me. I hate taking mascara off. I don't like taking the mascara worst. off. Um, and then talking about mascara, mm-hmm. some people are allergic to mascara. They can't use it. I thought of that. And maybe even tint and all the rest of it. So you have to have, if, if not have to have, but if, if you, you want, want to enhance an your eyes, it's an option. You can put your lash extensions on. So these are kind of the positive points of it. What save you time, make you look more awake in the morning, holidays, so on. But now, if there's a reason why your lashes, you had your lash extensions for years and years and years. This is in your head. This is how you look like. I have clients who've said to me, they feel like that's part of their look now. Therefore, that's how they were born with mega volume lashes on. (laughs) That's how they were born. This is how they came out, of, out the womb. of their womb. And they can't see themselves. They feel down. They feel depressed. They feel anxious, even if they need to have the lashes off. And that's the flip side now. Are we causing problems? People aren't happy with themselves because they've enhanced something that they now see as just being completely normal. So when you can't afford your lashes anymore, which is already, if, you, if you're already financially, let's say. In hardship? Financially in shit. <laughs> that is exactly what they say on the news. <laughs> right. The cost of living crisis. You're financially, financially shit. <laughs> and you can't afford it anymore. Let's say you're going to get allergic reaction, which is over time can totally happen. No, and it's that. known thing, right? Is it going to be damaging for your mental health if you can't have lashes anymore? Will you feel more unattractive? Will you feel down? You don't want to go out. You feel unworthy. You feel, I don't know, you just don't want to do anything. Mm. That can spiral, actually. You'd hope that wouldn't be the case because it seems so trivial, doesn't it? Like, you've just not got your lash extensions. But I do understand why someone would put a lot of 
is the right word, em- emphasis on yes. on yeah. having extensions and yeah. why it's important to them because it, it does change your face, like we've said. It changes your mood. Yeah. And it changes how you feel about yourself. So there are scenarios where having lash extensions actually can contribute to kind of enhance the psychological issues. Mm-hmm. There's body dysmorphia. Yeah. Like you are trying to be as perfect but the perfection doesn't exist yeah so you're trying to be as perfect as you can be and putting so much pressure on yourself with all the beauty treatments all the enhancements all i don't know the tweaks and things and you will never ever get there because it's impossible and also you're physically seeing something you are exactly and And thinking about your percentage uh fact (laughs) Uh, it's a fact. <laughs> let's we research this one. Uh, this twenty percent, you're actually twenty percent less extra attractive. <laughs> it's like when if we're talking about, um, like for example, an eating disorder when it comes to body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. then it's someone that's so tiny, skinny, and it, what literally what they're seeing is different from what's in the mirror, which is yeah. crazy. The brain, how it can trick you into thinking that it is insane. But it's the same with your looks. Yeah, you look. Actually, for me, it's a different way. I'm but then your brain, <laughs> but then if your brain can equally do it the other way, where it yes, if you don't have body dysmorphia and it's adding twenty percent on of good look, like oh my god, was that gorgeousness <laughs> like shallow hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have body dysmorphia, but you are literally chasing perfection, which is not there. So you you really have to look inside there and and see, really like have the value. Yeah inside as like what you can give not just your looks but in here I'm pointing at my heart right now what can you give this is what what's in you that you can give not to other people but it is actually to what can you offer not just your looks but your <laughs> your insides <laughs> get your insides out <laughs> um so yeah so it is it is a work in progress definitely to find it's a self-value, isn't it? That you value yourself, not just your looks. And okay, so we got financial stress. So lash extensions can be costly to min- ma- maintain. So the story then what I said about my client and borrowing money. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. And But it can, it's very simple for us to say, but when you're addicted, it's very hard to... Snap out of it. Snap out. You can't snap out of it, can you? Mm-mm. Because it will bring you down. Mm-hmm. And it is the dependency then, because they actually develop psychology, psychological dependence uh, on lash extensions to feel attractive or socially acceptable. And I do think in the, in the current world, we are seeking that outside kind of acceptance from other people like I said before about Instagram likes how many friends you got what you like it's we all that it. this it's honestly again that I believe that is something the psychological impact of chasing likes like if I've got I don't know a hundred likes on a post I'm like oh well you it should must, it, usually get 500 yeah, I think it must be bad the algorithm <laughs> must have posted at the wrong time why don't people like it and, and in my head I'm like why do you care about that literally why on earth would you care about that right I've been to the point now where I put something up and I'm thinking okay you can see obviously there's always a story about okay who watches a story who's liking your great post okay mm-hmm. there's a difference there's always massive difference and then you you would put up um, a post like I put up something a few days ago and then it's something about my past and etc. But then I was like, all those people looked at my story about it, but like friends. Mm-hmm. But then you wouldn't. People don't like other people succeeding. Simple as that. You, they don't like when somebody's doing well when they are not themselves. This is totally different as a subject. sweeping statement. Yeah, I agree with that. But people that care about you, and then truly would be very happy for you. Absolutely, exactly. But then you do look at those those likes underneath, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, why she didn't like it, or why he didn't like it, or why, oh, she did, oh, great, I'll feel good now. Yeah. Now, I did change mine, actually. So mine says, and others. Yeah, I think I want to change mine as well. It just, you can, it still says, yeah. like, you can see what you've got on your own path. But it's done on purpose, hasn't it, then, for for you yeah. not to or other people to see oh she had I don't know 20 likes on here yeah. and, and 60 there or yeah or whatever. I'm, I'm wearing that same coat in that picture so why is mine not got as many it's just easier to the, pa- and others to comparis- like comparing yourselves yeah. to others all the time 
So there's a fear of judgment, like when you, you know, you think like you're going to be judged by yeah. how you look. So therefore you're not going to go out or do anything if you can't like, have lash extensions on. Yeah, it'll be like, I, I did, I did have a client that was very, um, not picky. I think there was other elements to it when I look back, because it was this idea of perfection. Mm-hmm. Sit up, that one there's not doing what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. Okay, fine, sit back down. That one there, and I'd get a text the next day, guaranteed. I could have done the best set in the world and it wouldn't always have, something it wouldn't have mattered there's one that's come out here and now looking back like I said I'm like oh, I think there was more to it than just mm-hmm. it, it was it a control thing was it like this is not perfect I don't know but she'd come like every week but can you imagine having that conversation with your client uh, I think you've got a problem you 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 wouldn't no. if it's a friend and maybe in a different angle, I'm coming to that in a minute. Yeah, because it wasn't even a money thing. Like, I would mm. prefer you not to come. Absolutely. Because it's quite like a... It's a hassle. Yeah, and it's... And you're never happy. I'm trying to achieve something that's not achievable. And it's stressing me out. Yeah. It's stressing me out. You're yeah. talking about your... Out. You're talking about my, like, your own... Your lash... Like, eyes are not symmetrical. Lashes are not exactly the same on both eyes. We know that you can have more lashes on yes. one side than the other. Mm-hmm. They can fall out unevenly. Mm-hmm. Mine don't fall out unevenly. I pick mine off unevenly. That's lovely. That's good to know. I know, can't help it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> then we have allergic reactions. Let's say eye infection or anything like this. And you can't have, it's emotionally distressing already for you when it happens. Allergic reaction is a nasty thing. So when that happens, it's it's that, oh my God, we've had clients like this. Uh, you know, my life is over. The literally. people that will try and continue to do it. I'm not kidding you. One client slipped up once. Uh, I'm doing her lashes and you can tell kind of like eyelids. The light is very bright. You can see from the top. They can't obviously see what you were seeing. When you went to say, I washed my lashes. No, you didn't. Like I haven't been out. Yes, you have because I can see strip lash glue all over it. So we can see so Mm -hmm. much more than they can. And she kind of, uh, I was like, oh, your eyelids look a bit... um, What's the word? Crusty. Crusty is my other favorite word. Um, And she was like, I am. And then kind of talking and then just went, oh, yeah, you know, like um, I do have uh, really puffy eyes like next. And I was like, why don't you tell me that? Oh, I don't want to because I don't want to stop having them done. I don't want to stop. And I said, but do you understand? So important. Firstly, you're putting me um, under under pressure. Plus, I can get in trouble because of insurance purposes Mm -hmm. as well. If you have a massive reaction, do you understand it? You can end up in hospital, literally. Unfortunately, with reactions, it's only going to get worse. Exactly. It's very rare that it's going to disappear. It's it happens. Does it? it, Yes. I've had clients who have a break six months. It's hay fever season. They are a bit allergic. Kind of your body's trying to focus on something else. Exactly. And then have a break. They come back. They've been fine. It's happened, but majority of people, it doesn't have, it doesn't go this way. It goes, it gets worse and worse. She got this, some kind of gel from, I don't know, some dodgy shop for her eyes to put the gel on, on her eye, eyelids after to get the swelling down. And I thought, this is just a yeah. deadly combo. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, you can no. do lash baths afterwards, can't you? If you're sensitive, I think that can calm things down. But isn't that the mega bonder and all this now that we actually cure the glue like quickly? It's the same effect as you you are putting water on to cure it faster and dry it. I agree. I, I think there's something also to do with just cleansing. Could be right. Like the fumes and but things just like ev- around. Like cleansing the whole area. Okay. If you have allergic reactions, don't come to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but you just got to, we adults aren't we? And I think it's your health and you just got to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So as, as, lash, as us as lash artists then, I was thinking about that angle. What, what I'm going to say now, I don't know. Um, it's going to, people have probably this opinion and that. Mm-hmm. But should we encourage natural beauty as well? Like to our clients? It's a tricky one. That's like, you don't want to say to your client, oh, I don't have lash extensions or I don't know, buy the serum instead or, or you know, are we going to literally do us out of job here? Like trying to yeah. push. Obviously we have lash lifts, you know, that's a... Yeah, I think it depends. That's a natural way to go. The kind of person that you are. If you're desperate for clients and you need to make money, you're not going to be like, oh, well, you could be, but you might not be like, should we have, should we have a break? Are you, are you addicted it's such a strange conversation to have with someone. It's, I think as well, like it's our job. We want to make money, let's be honest, right? And these so, people are adults. These are adults, but also they can't see their lashes, we can. And also we're not talking about 
an addiction to alcohol, drugs, gambling. These are not life... Having lashes is not life-changing in terms of you're going to lose your house. You're going to... How do you know? You think people having lashes done are going to lose their house? Somebody can't put food on the table for the kids and come and have lashes done. That I Don't you think that's like a bit already borderline crazy? But how would you how would you deal with that? You can't just go, well, in my judgment, you should put food on the table. Like, of course. That's what I'm coming to now. Okay. So is there something we can do? So we can obviously promote positive mental health to our clients while providing, you know, while, while we're talking to them. So let's be honest, when the client lays there for two hours, when it's the first client, first time having lash extensions done, I'm not going to give them any kind of... Um, I don't know, pull a point or something that what I think of her or, or her life because you don't know them. So therefore they are the ones who talk, but you have two hours. Don't you think people open up so much when their eyes are closed? They feel like they don't, they don't even think anybody's around them anymore. And they open up and talk, tell you all sorts of things. So when you do become maybe more friendly with some clients and you do sense a problem, I do think it's our job as a service providers not to give them orders as such, yeah. but in a nice, kind they're, way. They're like, I can't afford this and I... Maybe you should have a break. I have a lash serum. I don't know, you can maybe use and, and you know, get your lash, lash, natural lashes. Go in that angle. Yeah. We can see and we are there for a few hours with them, listening obviously about their lives and what they're going through. Yeah. You could also, in that consultation at the beginning, when you first get to know someone, it's just been like, it can be quite lighthearted, but you'd be like... Mm-hmm. This is, this is, you will want them. You'll want them over and over mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. Like just making sure. Even when they say no. No, yeah. no, no, just once. And just, yeah. We'll see you in, a, we'll probably see you in a few weeks for an infill, but just making sure that you know that this is probably going to be a bit of an addiction. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, I do think when you actually, sometimes people or clients, you know, when they talk a lot about the problems and things, I do think when we just listen yeah. When we're just there, sometimes for them, even that, it's like a therapy session, isn't it, mm-hmm. for them? I think you should be a client's hype woman. I think that's something that I would have done very differently before, is like, because I was so busy, I think I've said this before, I treated it like a, you're in, you're out, yeah, I'll see you in a minute, yeah, we'll book you in at your appointment next time, I'll have to text you because I'm too busy, next person's here, da-da-da, literally this kind of speed yeah. and momentum of like, like whipping the couch belt. off, uh, the couch cover, tissue off, da-da-da-da, still talking to someone else, introducing not nice environment. Now I'd be like, look at you. So nice to see you again. You 100%. look absolutely fantastic. Where's that from? Love your shoes. Come and take it. Even, even, What's you been up to? How's your life? I would tell me. Something. I would mm-hmm. find something about them that I would love on that day and be like, your hair looks stunning. That would make their day. But don't you think as well, that would... I'm give... looking forward to my lash appointment in two weeks because I'm going to see Sophie and she's going to tell me something lovely. But about don't myself. you think then that then contributes towards that person's confidence? Yeah. Whatever they is going on at home, they know when they come to you. And when you're building them up like this every yeah. single time, when you see them every two weeks, it will have a positive effect. Even being like, you don't need these bloody lash extensions because you're stunning. And you're such a nice person. But come like, to me anyway and yeah. let's just chat. <laughs> I would always, I try and do this with my, this is off topic, try and do this with my little boy a lot when I'm like, oh, he's so cute. But I'm like, but you're also very clever. I always try and balance it. Yes. Like you're smart. It's not about you're stunning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say to myself. Yeah. <laughs> smart, stunning, cute, clever. Mm-mm. Beautiful. <laughs> so I do, I do think implementing these strategies maybe uh, at, at the appointment can create a more positive and empowering experience for clients so we are here to lift each other up aren't we yeah not not tear each other down and when you do sense that there is something going on with somebody I do think it's I mean I wish like you said before like you would do things differently if you would do lashes now I do lashes now and my appointments are different we just talk about men um (laughs) I'm joking but it is different and we I, I want to encourage because I have the time yeah I don't rush anymore. And I, like you said, like in, out, in, out, like one client after after the other. Yes, I am busy sometimes, but I do take the time. I do listen and, and I do listen what they're going through. And it is like, a, it's a nice, mm. friendly session yeah. doing lashes for hour, hour and a half, two hours where we are empowering each other. Yeah. And I think that's very important to do as women. 
it's very important and that will build self-esteem and it will build mm-hmm. confidence and make you more powerful yeah, and feel you, good about yourself. You don't know what that person's saying to themselves. It could be such nasty. They could be looking in the mirror or not even looking in the mirror and they're just saying and their thoughts are so horrible. And if you turn that around or just been, like I said, listening to them or just being like, have you thought about it this way? But no, you're absolutely stunning. No, you're so nice. No, you don't deserve that. Of course. She will walk out there more. skipping Yeah, that she's the queen literally mm. not even joking feeling so good and probably made her day yeah i really like this next point about ethical business practices so using ethical marketing strategies that don't capitalize on individuals insecurities about their appearance so i.e your eyes look shit your face looks horrible come and get lash extensions like no I've seen an advert recently that's been like that, that's kind of like slagging off lash extensions, so it's the other way around, but like, do this because they're shit. And it's like, no. There's there's room for everybody. Room for everybody. But, but just do it like eth- in an ethical way and respect other people's businesses. Yeah. It's even like giving compliments out, isn't it? Like when a client... Th- do you know how many times a client walks to the door and I have learned now this when I'm getting older as well? Mm-hmm. You said you can't take compliments. <laughs> you can't no. take compliments. No. So when a client walks through the door and I always try to say something like nice, like mm-hmm. you said, I love your shoes. I love this. I love that. And when they go like, oh, no, no, no. And I'm like, take the compliment. <gasps> yeah. Take it. The other day we had someone in the salon. She was like, da, 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 I don't look nice. Like look at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, you are so pretty. And she was like, no, 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 no. She's like, you'll see me with my makeup on. You'll, you'll, you'll think very differently. And I'm like, no, She's as stunning. you are right now, stunning. you are so beautiful. Like don't. Put yourself Don't down. Put yourself down. Like, look at yourself and be like, you're amazing. Like, your head is listening. Literally, your brain is yeah. like, I'm ugly. I'm this so and I was that. Just like, no, you're so pretty. <laughs> That's it. End of. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, as we close this episode, I just want to say one thing. Remember mm-hmm. that you are beautiful, you are powerful, and worthy just as you are. There are no one like you in the world. Embrace that and let that power shine. Thank you for joining us. As always, we would love to hear from you. Please let us know how lash extensions have affected you positively or negatively. We hope you found this episode helpful and also relatable. Let's continue this conversation over on our new Instagram, which is at The Lash Studio Podcast. So in the next episode, we will have um, a special guest. We have a long list to go through. So you will find more information who is going to be on our Instagram at The Lash Studio Podcast. And if you have anything you want us to cover in this episode, please email us on thelashstudio at lashdollsuk.co.uk. See you next time at the Lash Studio. Bye. Bye.